Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now on to the mighty Brisbane Broncos defeating the Tigers 46-12. to Now I was concerned going into this game because I was like, the Broncos, although they've been getting wins, they haven't actually played, you know, good 80 minutes, high completion rate footy. So I don't know whether this was Broncos just fucking unbelievable or Tigers, you know, not that great. I think it's a mixture of both. I will say, like, fuck, when you look at those Broncos boys putting it together... There's no better sight in the NRL. Like, I I think their forward pack is one of the most explosive young forward packs we've, I personally have ever seen. Like, the Flegler, Carrigan, Haas, three is, at, like, insane. Insane. Um, when they get in a roll, like, they're unstoppable. And as I said, with Carrigan ball playing around the ruck, the stuff that Payne Haas does is just, we've never seen it before. Um, now, look, nitpick. You could go and you could look at the completion of the Broncos and, and whatever, but at the end of the day, they turned up and absolutely dust a Tigers side. Um, the Tigers, honestly, from set one didn't look like... It, it honestly looked like a reserve-grade side versus first-grade side. And that's... and that's uh, The Tigers are not a reserve-grade side. They have Dallian back rowers, gun back rowers. They've got gun players in there, but the Broncos just looked like too big, too fast, too strong. They were never in it. No, never even close to being in it, the Tigers. And as you said, mate, that Brisbane forward pack, they're so good to watch. And the beauty of it is that you get a guy like Pat Carrigan who's got young legs, but God, he's got an old head on his shoulders. Massively. And, and you know, if you were to look at this team just on paper, look at their forward pack, you would say, you know, other than Kurt Capel, they don't have that, that older front row forward mm-hmm. to really dictate terms and whatnot. But Paddy Carrigan does it. Crazy. You've got the genetic freak in Payne Haas who you just... How do you defend this bloke? Literally. He had an offload, went to the ground, got up, went to dummy half on the next play. Adam Reynolds is screaming the ball and he just looked up. Tigers <laughs> weren't even in disarray. They were set. He took on six dudes. They didn't stand a chance. And he just him. went, boss, try. And you know, I'll, 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 
I thought it was the wrong choice to run. I thought he should have gone to Adam Reynolds, but because he is so big and so strong and he yeah. knew there was just nothing wrong, he just went, oh, fuck it, I'll just do it. Yeah, anyone else does that, they're probably... Maybe only Tamalolo is the only other guy that could do that. Yeah. If he doesn't score, he gets roasted. It's like, yeah. what are you doing, mate? Give just, Reynolds the ball. But it's like, nah, I'll bat myself. Unbelievable. And I think it's like... It's a really good uh, example of giving Payne a little bit less minutes than they were doing a yep. few years ago. Like when Sebo was playing him like 70, 80 minutes. Like I understand you're trying to win footy matches, but we're getting not only all the hard work from Payne House, but we're getting these big plays like this because well, he's I, fresh. To be honest, I was surprised they put him back on. Mm. I imagine that would have been Payne on the sideline, yeah, ready stinging, to kill somebody yeah. getting him back mm. on the field. But even to put him on for the last 15 minutes, he won this game in 30 minutes from the front row. Craziness. They just didn't stand a chance. Mm. It was, yeah. I, I thought obviously Reese Walsh. You mentioned him in Team of the Week. Like he's just on another level at the moment. The the pace that he gets, the, just that those those six steps after he gets the ball, no one can no one can get in his postcode. It's like they, uh, it's because you know it's coming. You no, know, you know exactly what's coming. But it's just every time he just gets They're on the outside. Not throwing any variety at you. You just can't stop it. Yeah, it's you know you you'd even argue that. The, probably the Sharkies at the moment, their set play is so fluid. You've got uh, Nikora hitting crazy lines. You could argue the Broncos, like, their set players are solid. They're not crazy giving Reese Walsh this crazy space. It's Reese Walsh just creating the space. They're, they're all getting to know each other still. Well, the Sharkies have been together for an entire year, though, yeah. that spine and the entire back line, whereas, you know, Corey Oates is out, Arthur's has come in, Reese Walsh is new to the club, like... <laughs> What they've managed to do in such a short amount of time has been incredible. And, I, you know, I, we could sit here and, and, and wrap the Broncos all day. We know they're capable of doing this. It's just about doing it for the entire year. And that's what stood out to me in the press conference when what Walter sort of said, we're taking it one month at a time. They're breaking the season down into five and six weeks, having certain goals for each five and six weeks. Mm. I like that approach. I, I haven't been in an NRL system, so no idea if it'll work or whatever, but... Mm. I like that at least they've got some sort of way to try and overcome what occurred last year. Yeah. That, that's where it can be like the – speak about Reese Walsh gets an inch, takes a mile because he's too quick for them, mm. too skillful for them. Like mention them with the Roosters where they've gone back to a pretty simple style of footy. When I say gone back to a simple style of footy, they, they showed a bit of it on the weekend. But the Broncos, there's nothing outside the ordinary, outside the square thinking in the way that their style is. You know, they have block runners out the back and they're just backing their talent. Mm. They're backing Walsh to be too slick for them. They're backing the talent of Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo to be able to finish. They're backing, you know, Reese Walsh to get that three on two right every time, which he does. Mm. It's a simple style of play, but they know they're going to win the middle every week as it stands because of the blokes you just mentioned, the big three. Mm. They're winning the middle every time. So it's simple, it's high percentage, and it's, it's winning games. It's fucking so impressive. And you're right, they, they almost like, we just think we're better than you. Mm. Like, it's, to be honest, it's, it's a lot like the old school Broncos of we don't have any, like, difference of crazy tactic or whatever. We're just going to outplay you because we're so fucking talented. And you're, I think nowadays you hear the word arrogance and everyone goes, oh, fucking, no, no. but mm. that's what the Broncos were back in the day. They were arrogant. They knew they were better than you, and they'd give it to you. They'd give it to you every week. Yeah. And it's like you watch these Broncos. Like, for example, before that Dolphins game, there were multiple young Broncos doing this is our house ones. And it's, you know, it reminds me a lot of the, the Penrith Panthers on their rise mm. and the come up. Now, you know, their world's universes away for achieving what the Penrith Panthers did. But, I mean, Broncos are doing this. This is the first time since 1998 they've gone five on the trot to open the season. 
you know, Billy Walters is a makeshift nine. Corey Pakes, also a makeshift nine. You know, Corey Jensen, a solid player at other clubs. If he wasn't in the 17 at other clubs, no one would have an issue with it. He's been outstanding. Uh, Tapoa, is that how you say it now? Tapoa? Tapoa? Um, Marty Tapoa or Tapoa. He's been really good since arriving. God, he's been a good signing. Just a solid signing he's played. 25 minutes, but they've been a good 25 minutes every single week. And I was a bit concerned, like, um, with the signing. I was like, oh, how's he going to fit that young forward pack? Is he is he going to demand too many minutes or too much ball? But he's played his role perfectly. I was heaps concerned with that signing. Can be like, yeah. Ar- Penrith have shown that arrogance is fine mm. if arrogance doesn't lead to complacency on the field. Mm. So what Brisbane are doing now, and, and you know, you might be undefeated and might be going out and think we can beat people, that's fine. Mm. But what Penrith do is they stick to their structures. They stick to a pretty simple game plan. Mm. Now, off the back of this arrogance, you don't want Reese Walsh to start to chip chase on his yeah, own 40. For because sure. he's like, we're mad and we're yeah. pulling everything off. And that's where shit hits the fan. Yeah. And that's what I've been speaking about last few weeks with Broncos, is there is a danger of that happening. Mm. It's young, you know, we're in a one, you know, well, Brisbane Broncos are the biggest club in the comp in regards to fans and the money they make. So it's it's very easy for it to all get to your head. But at the moment, they just seem like a young team that's hyper confident and just love the battle. They're like, that's, I think, the difference between maybe them and a few years ago, they were still a young gun side a few years ago, but they didn't love the battle. Whereas I feel like this Broncos side, they're, they're embracing it. Like They're like, we want the rough stuff. We want to go toe-to-toe. I want to give a shout-out to my boy Jordan Ricky. Uh, I said a few weeks ago, if he keeps just playing the way he is, the big game will come. The big game with the big stats on the big stage. And I thought that he got this perfect opportunity on the weekend to play and just get the recognition that you sometimes need as a young player. He was outstanding, you know, two tries. And, you know, you look at his stats and they don't, they don't blow you out of the water, but it's the way he's playing. Hyper-aggressive, in-your-face rugby league, another game, no errors. Like, it's just fantastic to watch. Um, you know, like, it's, it's, it's bizarre. This is how well the Broncos are going. Selwyn Cobbo is sitting on the wing, you know, like, doing his thing, and he has these moments that are great where he picks up the ball, he does an intercept. But they're not relying on Selwyn Cobbo to win in the matches, which is, you know, Broncos a few years ago, they need someone like Selwyn Cobbo to win matches. Well, you're not relying on anyone, are you? Literally no one. The only player that's like, you probably say Adam Reynolds and Payne Haas are the, or, and Carrigan. Payne Haas, Carrigan and uh, Reynolds are probably like the three main guys that maybe Reese Walsh you could throw in there. Um, but like if one of them, if two of them were to be quiet, the other guys would pick be up the like, train yeah, They'll be fine. For sure, for sure. Um, it is is really you know so impressive. I'm so happy for the boys. Uh, I will say if they still aren't at the where they if they want to win the comp, they've still got a little bit more they need to sort out. You know, like it really should have been, and you know I say this respectfully, it really should have been sixty points to mm. twelve because they bombed a few like Ezra Mam. There's a few times, and and when we talk about just being a little bit patient. There was a few sets where it was like, boys, you don't need to score on every set. Don't have to do the offload. A few errors from Ezra Mam. I will say also, I'm not sure what's going on with Palacio. I, I love him as a player and, you know, we saw him with the Titans and got so much potential, but he just had quite a few errors creeping into his game when he comes on the field. And when you've got such a good rotation in flat, um, Flegler, Haas, Jensen and Tapua, Tapua, Marty Tapua, um, you don't want to let down that rotation by coming on and making errors. Uh, so hopefully he can sort that out. 
Um, and yeah, and they just, I still do think that if they want to go against the Giants, they definitely have to just clean up some <laughs> of that, um, the idea that they need to score every single set. Yeah, and I mean, in a weird way, like, because you've got such a young squad, it's almost a good thing that you're not perfect. Mm. I think you want to have something to aim for, something that you still want to clean up every single week. Because yeah. I think that's where, if you'd win the 60 nil, that's where the complacency could start to come in. At least, Walters can sit there and go, hey, this is what went wrong here. I thought it was really interesting, Cooper Cronk after the game. All rap and Reese Walsh, blah, blah, blah. And he, he brought up a moment that I didn't even uh, um, remember from the game, and he just focused on it being an error that Reese Walsh made and just said, you know, I'd be saying, to him, this is why you're not playing. Origin I know exactly what error it was. It yeah, was yeah. Uh, on, the, on, the tri- <laughs> on the try line, um, you could see. So they made a tackle him and Kate Well. They made a tackle. And you could see Reese Walsh got up and his whole body language was laxadaisy. Mm. Laxadaisy. And they just dove over from the. Yeah, okay. there's the they just scooted over. And it's the second time he's done something like that. And that's, that's the young stuff. Like Reese Walsh, right now, form wise, you're as good as Tedesco. Form-wise. But that's what separates Tedesco from you right now. Tedesco would never let that happen. Now, granted, Tedesco's, what, 29, 28 or whatever. Reese Walsh is still young. But it's, it's, you're right. Cooper Cronks, when it comes to origin, you can't have that moment. Yeah. You cannot have that moment. Um, and so that's being super nitpicky. I think the reason why Cooper Cronk is saying that as well is because Cooper Cronk does see him as a you know, top, top-tier yep. fullback. If... If he didn't think uh, Reese Walsh was a top tier fullback, Cooper Cronk wouldn't have even mentioned that. Because like even when when they made the tackle, Kurt Catewell immediately started yelling at Reese Walsh like fucking be ready on the trial line or whatever. Um, so that's the really, you know, no player is perfect, especially when they're younger. That's really the only downside to Reese Walsh because everything else is unbelievable, and it's only a downside because he's young. These are the things you learn as an NRL player of like never switching off, whatever. Um, Far out. Hasn't he just breathed life into the side? Like, it just shows you, if you don't have a top-tier fullback, you you just can't win a comp. Like, how... When you're going up against teams with Reese Walsh or Dylan Edwards or Tedesco or Tom Travoyevich or Latrell Mitchell, how do you beat that when you've got a fullback that is solid? You just can't. You just can't. Unbelievable. Um, Herbie, good again. Katoni Staggs, obviously great again, I thought. You know what, like, just on top of that point as well, you need a good fullback. And realistically, I think in the modern game, you need one or two other guys who could be gun fullbacks playing somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And and back to Reese Walsh, like, to his credit, though, he came to the club and all the Broncos said, you need to work on your defence. He's worked massively on his defence. So it's not like he's not trying to learn. Very easy for him to go, you know what, like... Okay, I might let in a trial, but I'll give you fucking four of them. Um, so I, I love what Reese Walsh has done this year. He's been so, he deserves everything coming so his way. So good to watch. Oh man, I get a rare thing. I get so hyped to watch the Broncos because mm. I'm just like watching Reese Walsh. It's like the old poetry in motion saying at times, isn't it? He's beautiful. Yeah, it's it he's really is. Ways. And every time he gets the ball, and you're like, oh, nothing's on here. They got the numbers. They're all sorted. And then just boom, oh. skins them. Yep. Just skins them every time. Uh, so really exciting with the Broncos. So happy for the boys. It's all just about staying. There's nothing wrong with being arrogant in your ability, but always understand you have to stick to the processes that got you that achievement. Because mm. if you don't, you will get absolutely doosed by the top teams. Like when they come up against the Panthers again, do you reckon they're going to let Broncos get away with that? No, no way. Chance. No way. So really exciting times. The boys, 
The positive thing is there's so much more in their game that I reckon we're going to see. Now, let's get to the West Tigers. Um, really disappointing, man. Uh, look, the thing is, is like you watch some of their forwards and individually they're, they're having a crack, but it just as a team, I... I just think they need to – we say it every single week, but their spine at the moment, it's just, it's just not at the level it needs to be at. And everything else outside of that, they just don't seem to have the direction. Like uh, I, I said it to in a message, I said like they're coming out of their end and Adam Dewey's in their ball playing, coming out of their own end. And I'm like, why, is, why does it take Adam Dewey to come in and do that? Like he's at fullback. Why is your fullback steering around the park? Should it not be your ball playing six – N7, should be a seven, steering your big boys around the park. And I just think they've just got no direction. So you get a lot of effort from guys like Bateman, from Papali'i, from Clemmer, Bolo, Twole. But they've got no no one steering the ship, unfortunately. And they've got no one to replace those guys either. Like Al Jackson, like Al Jock, Matt. Like, I, I can understand. Like I, I think it's crazy letting go of Hastings. But if you think Brooks is your guy, sure. But then keep Jock Madden. Keep the guy you've been working on. It's it's bizarre, I, I mate. I, the the performance was annoying, but I, I I thought the press conference after infuriated me. We said hopefully we win the ball. Fuck me. There are there are people out there that are putting all their money into this club to have memberships and to support all the shit you put them through. And he has a giggle about hoping to beat the buy. Yeah, bit of a real, not bit of a misstep, a it's misstep, a huge misstep. You it's, know, unfortunately, uh, he's just not realised that. Just not the time to joke. No. You know, you could understand if they People came. laughing at you, not with you. Like, if they had a great year last year and they just had a slow start to this season, you could understand the joke. But, mate, it's the, I think well, it's the first time in the modern era that a team's gone zero and five two years in a row. Yep. And I, I hate, well, I don't hate to say it, but I've been saying this for a few years at the Tigers now. It's... Yes, okay, the players, they go out there and they're the ones that they play 80 minutes and they have to be responsible for their performances for sure. But it's not the roster guys. We've been through multiple rosters at the Tigers. <coughs> We've been through multiple coaches at the Tigers. It's the whole, it's all the way from the top down, things need to change. It, it's, no, not, it's not even the modern era, it's since 1968. <laughs> oh my I mean, you've got guys like Api Korosau. Look, he looks average. Api Korosau, premiership winner. He changed the whole Panthers. A huge reason for the Panthers' change. When he was at Manly, they nearly went to a grand final, got to a prelim. Wins a, wins a comp at Rabbitohs. Papali'i. Like, when you look at the stats, you go, oh, okay, yeah, he got through a bunch of work. But I have barely noticed Papali'i this year. Possibly the best back row of the last two years, would you say, is the number one? Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, it just, it is absolutely mind-boggling what's happening at the moment. And, and it's like, is Adam Dewey, so now you've made the decision that Adam Dewey's a long-term fullback? What? Dewey was unreal at 5'8", and has been unreal at 5'8". Like, why move him? I don't see what that achieved. Like, I thought Dane Laurie was going all right. Like, Dane Laurie wasn't playing bad at all. No, he was having a dig. Yeah. He, like the one thing you cannot say about Dane Laurie, he has a dig yeah. every game. Every game. I thought, yeah, Laurie at one, Dewey at six. was like, all right, we can persist with this. Like, that's not your issue. 100% wasn't their issue. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry, Tigers fan. We'll try not to – we 
we're in it with you. I want Tigers to go well. Like I'm, I'm in it with you. What do you reckon, Guru? I, mate, I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. If you have a look to last year, they started 0-5. What was it? First team since 1968 to do it. They won in round six and round seven. You know why they won in round six and round seven? They changed their halfback. Put Hastings into seven those two games. Won those two games. Let him go. Let Jock Madden go. I just... You just at some point, they've got to look in the mirror and stop blaming the players. They've got to stop blaming like If it the doesn't player. work this year, what's going to improve this system? said it a few weeks ago and I stand by it. If I'm Benji, I'm going, sorry, guys, not for me. Benji's Mate. never coached a game of football in his life oh. and they're going to hand him this? Oh. Tim Sheens has cost, coached a thousand of them. He can't get anything out of them. Mate, honestly. And, you know, like, and, like I, I, I saw the photo you pointed out to me yesterday of the CEO on the field before the game and just don't do it, though. Just you know you're a club that everyone's waiting to beat the living crap out of you. Do the little things right. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point, Guru. It's like it's the little things. That's it's what the they're missing. Tiniest little things. Has Politis got his tracksuit on, kicking a ball around before the game. Got a really good sign of a CEO is when you don't know who they are. Yeah, he is the second most well-known CEO in the game after Politis, and Politis is well-known because he's fucking successful. Yeah, and I didn't even think Politis is the CEO. He's not, is he? Yeah, okay, so sweet. You don't even know who the Rooster CEO no, is, yeah, which is further, furthers go. your well, point. More to my point. Yeah, furthers your point. Timmy, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, mate. It's hard to be it's hard to talk about them each week because instead yeah, of, be too negative. Yeah, it's just it's hard to keep saying the same sort of things over again. I want to sit here and talk about Luke Brooks and, and why he should have gone to another club again and missed an op- a, a sliding doors moment there to change things up and blokes not having a crack. I don't know. It, it's the same thing, Kempi, that I, I don't think it is individuals not having a crack. I think the players are having a crack. They're just doing it on different pages and they're not playing in unison and that, that's my issue. And that's why I'm happy to go hard on the club because it's not the players nah, and it never nah. has been the players. And you've got guys that go here and they're going to want to leave in two years and everyone's going to go, oh, they dogged their contract, they leave early, they're not as good as they used to be. Bullshit. Mm. Guys walk in this door and drop out of the mm. arse of footballers. It's crazy. Yeah. it's Oh, it's I, I like... I think we've been I've been saying well we've been saying it's not the players for a couple of years now and yeah. the amount of pushback we get from people going are you serious they're the ones that are out there mm. if you guys aren't convinced yet that it is way deeper than a playing <laughs> roster that this is a completely different playing roster to five years like the only there's only one or two players left from it you tell okay so Bole is the only rookie that's in this forward pack John Bateman Papali'i Clemmer Twelve chorus out. You telling me they're not good footy players? Such a forward pack. They're fucking good footy players, and I'm telling you right now, every single one of them at another club that was even in the top ten would be fucking killing it. Even, I was like Joe O, uh, Joe from Gowie. I thought last year was one of the shining lights. He got dropped back to Reggie's. The Maggies beat the Warriors twenty two ten, Western Suburbs. Big off. I went back twenty six runs, two hundred and forty meters. Not kicking up a stink, having a crack. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like in, like even Sean Bloor off the bench, 123 metres with 12 runs, um, 23 uh, tackles, only one miss, and four offloads. Like you've got talented players. Look at the Dolphins. Look at the Dolphins. If you looked at those two sides on paper, as I questioned to you guys before the podcast, if you wanted to see the difference between a club that is being run really well and a club that is struggling, look at the Tigers and the Bulldogs. Yep. 
I would argue the Tigers recruited better in the off-season, especially with Bateman. Because when we were doing all that chat, Bateman hadn't even mm. – I don't think he'd even landed yet. I would argue that – and look at the difference in the – like the Bulldogs, like they, they might be fighting around the 10th or 9th spot, maybe even 8th, like in one year. You know, I, 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 like he hasn't played well in any way, shape or form, Luke Brooks, but he's the guy that wears all of it. Luke Brooks doesn't keep picking himself. Luke Brooks doesn't keep re-signing himself. Like, for fuck's sake. And, and all our mail suggested that he was willing to bounce. Why wouldn't he be willing to bounce? Just Sorry, Tigers fans. It's just, I feel sorry for the playing roster. I feel sorry for the, the fans massively. Um, you know, I thought Tim Sheen's legend of the game, done so much in the game, but just a little bit out of touch in regards to the joke about the buy. I know it's a small thing. It is a small thing. But when you've got people working their ass off all week long, they got no spare money. You know, it's already hard enough as it is with everything going on in the world. Mm. And you're still going up and turning up to games. And then, you know, they're making jokes about their fifth loss in a row. It's like, come on, bro. Like, it's just not the right time. Then you throw into the fact that their CEO's on their kicking balls and he's in the changing room on his phone. All of these things by themselves are not a big deal. They're not an issue. But when you add up the last 10 years, you go far out. Like, when do we start at least cleaning up all the little stuff? And then the, I don't know, I don't know. You look in reserve grade on the weekend, their halves, their halfback was Cade Hill. I, I'm not sure who Cade Hill is. 5'8 was Will Smith. Like, the 5'8 the that they brought from Union was playing centre. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, and, and the problem is, is I... You know, hopefully all these boys honour their contracts and they're on a good wicket so they want to stay. But this keeps happening. A lot of these players are going to go, I don't want to end my career like this. Yeah, and when they do and the Tigers will try and paint a narrative that they're getting dogged, can you blame those guys? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Look, I would always honor my contract, but I can understand them going far out. This is tough. Yeah. This is tough. Like, so willing to honour their contract there. <laughs> Mate. I've seen this before. Uh, so, yeah, look, hopefully uh, something gets sorted. If dra- Do you think they make drastic changes? Surely changes are made, drastic changes. Like what, though? Like, who do they, what do they do? Just, just change shit. Just like, like, like for the next few weeks or? Just change shit. Like, do something. Have a reaction. You know what I mean? Like... Bring in the whoever is seven in New South Wales Cup. Just put him in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. send a message. Like, set some. St- you know what I mean? Like, send some messages. Pick out the guys that didn't have been struggling for five games or whatever, and go boom, boom, boom. It doesn't even matter who you're getting replaced with. You're just getting replaced. I'd um, I'd go Dewey back to the halves. Give him a crack with say Wakeham. Uh, Laurie back to fullback. Give Brooks Hist in in New South Wales Cup. Bring Joe Offer back. Bring Joe Offer back in. Uh, I just, I think the halves need a shake up, and that's what I said. Like I don't want to keep pointing the finger at Brooksy, but you're looking for change. I think 
even if it's for two or three weeks, just see how it goes. Yeah. Did, was there anything that you two saw? Have I missed something? Why Dane Laurie isn't in the side anymore? I just don't think... Because remember there were whispers that Stange was going to win that spot off him? Yeah. I just reckon Sheensy just doesn't rate him. It's just pure conjecture, but I reckon he just doesn't see him as a fullback. So Dane Laurie is going to be the only player to come out of the Panthers system in the last three <laughs> years and not do well, essentially. What? Well, I Dan, didn't think like, they, they, when they trained Dane Laurie at 5'8 at, at stage of the preseason... I don't know. Oh. I know that I know that in the preseason there was whispers that Staines, Staines. had the jump, mm. and now Staines is not even at fullback. Well, I mean, like, like you have a look, like side of last year, they they named five captains. One of them was Nofalumu, who's already been dropped. The other one was Kim Mamala, who they've let go. Jeez, Mate, it's a disaster. Disaster. I feel sorry. They've got for good them. players. That's the if, if they had a shit side, you go okay. They suck because they suck. They they shouldn't. They've got good players. It's not in the players. Side. It's not the players. I know, I know people think that, oh, Denon, you're always biased towards the players. If, when I'm being biased towards the players, I'll say I'm biased towards the player. Mm. I genuinely don't think it's the players. Use some common sense. Like, he's, the, the players they've got are good footballers. They have been successful elsewhere. I know, I know. And look how many roster changes there's been, and it's the same problem. Uh, okay, anyway, let's get on to some good news. Some good news. Um, before we do, let's get to store shout-outs. Uh, IGA Finley, liquor manager David is stocked up on both midi and the lager. Richie's IGA delinquent, liquor manager Ashley is stocked up on both midi and lager. Montrose, Montrose, IGA liquor manager Alan is stocked up on both midi and lager. Uh, Brawhorn Arms in Bendigo, bottle shop manager Luke is stocked up with both midi and lager. And Lurline St. Bottle O in Cranburn. Owner Andre is socked up with both midi and lager and is running a key ring, a key ring promotion. So bloke key rings. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 